1: Massive week of tennis winding down. That means TC Live on a Sunday. We are presented all week long by Prudential. And we have been fighting the weather all week long here in Cancun. And because of that... It will be a rare Monday final for both the singles and the doubles. So there it is. Jessica Bagouli yet to drop a set. She will face Iga Chiantek for that last big individual trophy of the season. And then you see the doubles matchup up top as well. Looking forward to that in about 24 hours. And with that, we say hello and welcome. We're here at our Tennis Channel Studios in Santa Monica, California. Jeff Chisiver, once again, joined by a couple of Hall of Famers. Lindsay Davenport. We got Andy Roddick over there. Uh, so we just, we're kind of figuring out the schedule. We're bobbing and weaving. Wait, hold
2: on. I want to know where he- Ideas is today that's am I a good allowed question to do that no
1: you hey you can do yeah Andy's I don't
3: think he's in are you New in York a anymore. locker room again no Lindsay <laughs> I'm not in the locker room I am in
1: a house that my wife and I own I am
3: home
2: <laughs> what up?
1: has uh I'm kind of curious now that we know the finals are Monday we'll start with uh, Andy have you been a part of any finals on a Monday I don't think so um I, I not that I can remember
3: uh I don't know that I've had a, a weather week like the one that uh that they've seen in Cancun this week. I don't have to tell Lindsay. I think she sat through a match that had like six rain delays the other day. So, uh, listen, you make you, you, listen. We, we, sometimes we make lemonade. Monday final, it is. What about you?
2: Yeah, one year I actually um, got rained out. The rain came Saturday night. It by Tuesday at 11 a.m. It was still raining. They called it off. We never got to play the final. So hopefully that the weather actually has cleared up pretty well in Cancun. We're going to have some finals tomorrow, and hopefully we can end this WTA calendar season. Tomorrow.
1: Yeah, I feel like we finally got some good quality tennis. That was good to see. And a yeah. great match from uh, Iga Svantec. Now, they did start this semi final yesterday, but that's really all they did. It was three games. There was no momentum. Uh, gnarly wins. Gnarly and here comes the rain again. I feel like we've seen a lot of pictures of this. At some point, you're going to see a little towel cocoon here <laughs> for Sabalenka. Yeah, that looks... Oh, five or six towels there. So the battle for number one resumed today. Lindsay, just saw it take us through it.
2: Yeah, it was such better conditions for these players. This was the best played match of the entire tournament, mainly because the wind was way down. And so impresses from Sviantek, who was ready to go right when these two came back out. She was able to win those first two points and get a break. And Jeff, she played awesome tennis today. It was great to see. There was a lot on the line in this match. Svantec was dominating from the back of the court. She was breaking down the Sabalenka forehand. Not easy to take the racket out of Sabalenka's hand, and that's exactly what Svantek was able to do with her own powerful ground strokes, with her movement, and really with the lack of unforced errors. She was great at spreading the court. And it, again, with so much on the line and with the hangover effect of the rain delay, loved the way she competed today, loved her intensity. She still has another match though if she wants to get the year at number one.
1: Yeah, she's got control of her own destiny for that. She will need to beat Pagula tomorrow to get back that number one spot. Remember, she had the 75 straight weeks, and that was snapped about eight weeks ago from Sabalenka. So third straight year in the WTA finals, but for the first time she's in the final. Uh, Andy, Sabalenka, always known for dictating. She's the one with the big power, but it looked like Iga was the one kind of doing the dictating today. How do you think she was able to do that?
3: Yeah, it wasn't the traditional power through the court. Her ability to switch directions today with margin – Uh, was amazing. I I don't think Sabalenka knew if it was going forehand, backhand. She was playing against her movement. uh, Made a lot of returns. I think that's the most improved part of Iga's game uh, over the last 18 months or so. And before that last 18 months, it was great as well. So she just keeps picking up these little parts to improve on. And listen, if the court is giving her forehand a little bit of jump, up and away, you saw her attacking Sabalenka's forehand to forehand. But it wasn't with pace, right? It was with that hop, up and away, getting it out of Sabalenka's uh, strike
1: zone. I thought this start to finish might have been the best match that we've seen this week. Yeah, never broken. Uh, I think she saved the two break points she faced and ended up with more winners than Sabalenka.
2: Yeah, and also the strategy rise. Svante came out there with a clear game plan. She was able to execute it as well. She needed a good serving day, and that's exactly what she got winning so many points on her serve. Sabalenka can be a dangerous returner. Svantec never let her get comfortable or get any rhythm on her return game. She was in almost every return game herself, putting pressure on Sabalenka as a server. And a lot of times you look at players, Sabalenka was not able to make any adjustments. She never went to her right to start covering the serve, going to her forehand. She wasn't able to take control of rallies early. And Svantec, Really played one of her best hard court matches of the entire year. And what a big match it came for her to play like that. She was disappointed with how she played at both the Australian and the U.S. Opens. Maybe she ends the year on a great note here in Cancun.
1: Yeah, we're going to check in with Steve and Coco Vanderway later in the show. They'll wrap things up in Cancun for us. Uh, now let's head back to Paris on the men's side. And for Dimitrov, it's been 110 events, Andy, since his last title. That was 2017. Huge opportunity today, but of course, a huge underdog when you're going up against the greatest.
3: Yeah, someone very smart named Lindsey Davenport said, you know what, I like Djokovic straightforward, straight sets. I didn't doubt her, and she might (laughs) even know a thing or two that Lindsay Davenport, but even a shot like this, it looks like Dimitrov just misses, but that's the pressure that Djokovic puts on you to ask the question every shot. A lot of this highlight looks like just ordinary misses from Dimitrov, but you have to kind of up the aggression. You have to aim for that line to get Novak to switch directions. He just... Forces you into margins that you're not comfortable with, and he finally won over the Paris crowd. They like to, they would boo their mother's cooking over there. Uh, Novak, don't feel badly. They've booed everyone on Earth before, but it doesn't bother him. He almost thrives in that sort of scenario when people are cheering against him. But you know what he also does is makes every single return that he is supposed to. That has an effect where over time it just creates more and more and more pressure and you just saw Grigor try to force the issue which he had to you can't stay in these long rallies so it's picking your poison uh, a little bit and novak says you know what i'm already have a break Well, let's give it one more for good measure i have now won this tournament seven times
1: so after going the distance with Greek sport Runa, and Rublev, this final was much more straightforward. There were no boos, like you said, no beef from the crowd. It was very clean and very efficient. Now 32-1 on hard courts this season. Here's some of the numbers. Serving numbers are great and never even faced one break point. He earns a record extending seventh title in Bear Sea. Prakash had a chat with the champ after the trophy ceremony.
4: We couldn't help but notice how bad the stomach bug was affecting you. How challenging was that all week? It seemed like you were your healthiest today, but um, it was pretty close during the week. Yeah,
3: I mean, uh, I'm so so grateful to be able to feel good today because it's the best that I felt the last seven days. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was on brink of losing three matches in a row, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Every match I was closer to lose than to win and just managed to find, I guess, you know, extra, extra strength, focus, and... And then today, you know, probably the best that I felt on the court all week, Uh, knowing the circumstances on and off the court in the last seven to ten days for my
5: team and I, this is definitely a very special win.
1: So he converted three of the four break chances he had, and the two times he broke in those two sets, he holds it love. That was very clean and economical.
2: Yeah, it's it's a lot easier to play, right, when you're not feeling pressured on your serve. And he was able to neutralize the Dimitrov return. He was pinning him in the backhand corner. He was doing everything well that he needed to do. And he also, Novak wasn't overplaying. He felt very comfortable in all the patterns that he was getting into with Dimitrov, and then at a certain point, Dimitrov realized I got to go for more. I got to overplay here. And that's exactly what happened. And Novak again. I mean, you look back on all of his records, 43 events he's played in four years. He's won 20 of them. It's, is that crazy? It's a joke. It's, it's I don't know how he does it, especially at 36.
1: It, we're going to look at the road too uh, and how he got to the final. And, and Andy, he was sick earlier in the week. Three of his matches went over two and a half hours. It's almost sick how driven he is. He's 36. What's going on here?
3: Yeah, he was sick at the beginning of the week, he was sick at the end of the week, it was just his stomach was sick early and his tennis was sick late. Uh, you Listen, it's the Serena Williams thing from the prime of her career. She could play herself in. She wins a couple of these three setters, and you would realize that by the time she got to the final, she put some score lines that were like one and two, three and two, and you just felt Novak was building uh, that momentum. Rublev played awesome uh, in, in the semifinals. Like, he beats anyone else on earth with what he put forward, but still, Novak, he can be a set down. You know if he just gets it to a breaker, he gets into lockdown mode. He's still alive. 5 got the momentum, and you felt that if he could just kind of get through the sickness, get through the injuries, get through that sore back uh, that he had against Rublev, that he was eventually going to have one, where start to finish he put together a vintage performance, and that's what he did. He's built this expectation set where we feel entitled to a result based on history, and he does it again. He's not helping us at all. We, we just feel very entitled
1: to this level of Novak. Every day, there's like a new stat. My yeah. favorite one today is, of his 97 career titles, 70 of them are either majors, masters, or <laughs> year in finals (laughs) it's It's so crazy all right Sundays here at TC means best of the best so later on the show we are going to count down our top five points slash shots of the week but coming up next there was a lot of double scenarios to sort through we'll show you what happened with Pagula and Goff and who's fighting for that doubles crown in Cancun
4: TC live is presented by Prudential millions of people tap into the insurance investment and retirement expertise of prudential
3: who's your rock
1: Some stock footage of Cancun, Mexico, beautiful. Not so much for most of the week, but it was much (laughs) better today. And they still had some round robin. It's called round robin, actually. Doubles to finish on Sunday. Pagula and Goff, they needed a win today just to get into the final four,
2: Lindsay. Oh, this was so many matches ago, Chiz. This was to start (laughs) the day, I think. (laughs) And the first set was already completed in this match, and it was Goff and Pagula was able to win that set. They came back out today, and it was a different Zvonare and Sigmund, some very entertaining points, some great reflex volleys. Laura Sigmund was all over the court today. Here's Von Areva has been on tour a very long time. She was solid as can be back there and able to take the second set on a deciding point. We go to the match tie break and surprisingly, it's Sigmund and Von Areva with the humongous upset here to get through to play in the semifinal, which, by the way, was later today
1: also. Well, we're going to go to in a second. It's also important to know that Storm Hunter, with that loss from Gotham Bagula, will now be the year-end number one-ranked doubles player in the world. So, Laura Sigamund, Vera Zvonareva, like you mentioned, Zvonareva, the last time she was in this event in the doubles was only 18 years ago (laughs) in 2005. So now here she has Hunter and Mertens. Those two went undefeated in group play. How did they get it done here?
2: And it was surprising because Mertens and Hunter were dominating this match, then all of a sudden something clicked in for the Russian-German combo. And again, the consistency of Zvonareva and the unpredictability of Sigmund really paid off. Sigmund, again, she was all over the court. She was controlling the net, she was poaching at times, and she really upset the rhythm of Mertens and Hunter. Interesting Hunter is going to end the year number one, no Grand Slam title. Interesting little note there. But it was Sigmund and Zvonareva who were able to come through this. And they'll play the final tomorrow. They opted not to play the final tonight. Sigmund did not want to play a third match against Nicole Melikar and Ellen Perez. That'll be tomorrow.
1: I'm surprised someone doesn't want to play three matches in one day. So, I mean, the courts are going to be open tomorrow anyway. You might as well put it there. It does get a little tricky because some players got to go to Seville, Spain for BJK Cup. Once again, here's what it looks like for Championship Monday in Cancun. It'll be doubles to start, 1.30 p.m. Eastern, and then the singles at 4.30 p.m. Eastern. And we got to check in one last time. Steve Weissman, Coco Vandeway, standing by to wrap things up in Cancun for the day.
4: Alright, thanks so much, Jeff. Yeah, the clocks don't change here in Cancun, and neither does the play of Iga Swiatek. No falling back. She stays on course to return to world number one. What did you think of her performance against Sabalenka tonight?
5: I mean, her performance was unbelievable. She really took Sabalenka really out of this match with her movement. She was able to move Sabalenka around, not only just side to side, but up and back, changing the angles, changing the pace, changing the spins, just making Sabalenka so uncomfortable, and she really came out flat, Sabalenka, like, didn't have any energy, didn't have any momentum, and her advantage was to bring the crowd into it, and Iga stole all that. I mean, I heard more Iga chants yep. tonight than I did <laughs> throughout the whole tournament, but it was finally great to see the weather kind of cooperate, and we were able to see some fantastic tennis.
4: Yeah, the crowd's been spectacular this weekend. The finals, of course, coming up tomorrow here in singles and doubles. The singles final, we've got two undefeated players who haven't dropped a set yet. Jesse Pagula, Iga Swiatek, meeting for the ninth time overall, fourth time this year, and Pagula has won two of those three previous matchups. What are you expecting?
5: I mean, both these players are played fantastic in both respected groups. They've come out, they've had statement matches where they showed to the other players in the draw that we are going to win this event. We are going to show some momentum that we have carrying through. And Jess really hasn't had that momentum in this year in championships. Last year she went 0-3 and also went 0-3 in doubles. I mean just really wasn't a part of the tournament but this year she said she's come out with a different mindset. She's come in a lot more relaxed, a lot more rested than ever before and she's really going to be able to match Iga toe for toe on the baseline competition whether it's standing close into the baseline making Iga pay on those second serves so I think Jess has a really good shot at taking Iga out in this final. Does she win? I'm saying Jess wins.
4: All right, we we got a Jess Pegula pick to win this. It would be the biggest title of her career for Iga Sviantik. If she wins, she gets back to world number one. That is all from Cancun, where we are set for a Manic Monday singles final, doubles final, right here on Tennis Channel. But for now, we'll send it back to Jeff, Lindsay, and Andy in the studio.
1: All right, nice job all week long from Coco and Steve. You heard it. There's the Pagula prediction. Uh, we're still going strong here on TC Live. We're actually going to check in back on Paris for some doubles. Plus, we're going to keep teasing it because everyone loves a countdown. So make sure to stick around. Our best of the best from week 44. We've got a strong list coming your way. Back here on TC Live, presented by Prudential. Two top teams battling for the Dubs Trophy in Paris. Bokana and Ebden taking on Gonzalez and the Frenchman Roger Vasselin, Andy.
3: cheers! if you know what I like, it's a double. I like Rohan a not quite getting... To that one credit to him still playing an extremely high level of tennis he was old when I quit playing tennis Chiz and he is still going strong playing this might not have been his day a fight to win the second set here and on to the third set buster Gonzalez Vaseline Gonzalez trying to deliver the home and win for his pal and partner Vaseline, will it happen? Telling the crowd to get on their feet. They will not be doing because there is isn't home cooking. They will be cheering for the first time this week for someone who's not French. Even though he's playing with someone French, I don't know. Hector, who cares? Gonzalez, Vaseline with the win. <laughs>
1: That's five titles this season in second at this level for Gonzalez and Roger Vaslin. Both of these teams have already earned their spot in turn for the year-end championships. Other notables, what a season it's been for Austin Krychek, the number one ranked doubles player in the world. And then we still got battling for that last spot. Nathan Lamens and Jackson Withrow close to clinching their first appearance at the ATP finals. What an accomplishment that would be. All right, social net. Here we go. Single cams, right? Love a good split oh screen. Love a good Maybe split screen. Mom and son, oh 32 God. years apart. My this goodness. is a junior. Davis Cup slash BJK Cup.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear anything from Andy because there's some pictures of you at like 15, 16 as well, floating around the internet. Uh, but yes, yeah, U.S. You're, team was in Spain. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're,
3: you're, you're on. De- you're on defense when it's <laughs> unnecessary, Lindsay. All I was gonna say is that I've gotten to spend some time with Jagger Leach and unlike his rude mother who was about to say something mean about me he is one of the best kids i've ever been around happy to see this generational playing for the u.s of a i love it i like jagger probably more often than i like his mother <laughs> anyways here we are jagger leach for the win go usa okay, take us through this what's going on is this was for
2: third place today jagger and his buddy Max X did won the doubles point, so the u.s got the bronze darwin blanche running on the court had won his singles Darwin Blanche, a name for the future, he is going to be a Grand Slam champion, I believe, but the U.S. team um, ends up with the bronze. The Czech Republic ends up winning this event. It's 16 and under international event. The girls' portion starts tomorrow. The U.S. heavy favorites in that, Iva Jovic, Tyra Grant, Alanis Hamilton. So, love the juniors, super involved now with my son. I played that event in 91. Did you ever play that one? I think it was called World Youth Cup when we played. You're younger than me, though, Andy.
3: I don't know. You always played the top events because you're always <laughs> the best in everything. I played like half of them. I don't know. But I'm, I'm happy sure for Jagger. He He's a great, great kid.
1: <laughs> Big things from Jagger. I love it. Hey, took out Spain in Spain. You said yeah. there was tears. I saw a chest that was bomb. Fun. That was he really was,
2: they cool. were pumped. The kids are, had a great time. It was a great week.
1: Yeah, and it's good to note now as we get into BJK Cup, that's for the adults. Next week, that is going to (laughs) be the last hurrah for Catherine Rinaldi because Lindsay Davenport will take over those captain duties starting in 2024. I mean, a big congrats again from the Tennis Channel family. You've been a part of the coaching realm before, but this is kind of an extra special part of coaching.
2: Yeah, it's awesome. Um, i always loved playing. When I played, it was called the Fed Cup, now the Billie Jean King Cup. Um, And by the way, that takes place, that's starting Tuesday, the U.S. with a great team there. I just can't wait till Andy, Bob Ryan right now is the Davis Cup captain, but Andy, maybe we'll get you as, what, Labor Cup captain or some kind of captain out there.
3: I love how you make every everything seem as if it's my choice, Lindsay. <laughs> what I will say, even though we give each other grief more often than not, than not it's because we're friends. They could not have picked a better, oh better person than the person sitting right next to you, Chiz. We're going to embarrass Lindsay all segment. This is great. I love it. She doesn't ever take credit for anything. And listen, everyone who plays for her
1: is going to be uh, better for it. Happy for you, Lindsay.
2: Thank you. I'm super excited. It's going to be uh, a fun couple of years for sure.
1: Yeah, we're looking forward to the coverage next week for Team USA. They're in Group A with Switzerland and Czech Republic. Uh, Week 44 isn't quite done yet. More tennis in Cancun, but here's what week 45 looks like on Tennis Channel. A pair of ATP 250s, France and Bulgaria, and then 12 countries battled out the BJK Cup finals. That's in Seville, Spain. We're not done here on Tennis Channel Live. Don't forget, best of the best coming up right after this.
4: Oh, that's an amazing point. That's just big hitting there. Mark that down
1: for best of the best. All right, we wait till the last block to reveal the top five points. A little TV trick. Andy, number five, Demi Schurz. That's how you handle a deep return. Schurz sure
3: hit a good one, right? You see what it is? <laughs> Solid. Is that right? Here. Like, just in case you didn't see the first time here, it, is. it sure was cool. The second time even. Wasn't it? Huh?
1: Well, do, huh? You have to show a replay. Number nope. four, <laughs> this is you, Lindsey. This is Djokovic with in the pink slash red nasty in that backhand corner. <laughs> I don't know what
2: to say. How do I top that? He sure did, did a good one there. Um, <laughs> that was a good one. We see this so often with Novak, the ability to slide open stance backhand, be on the full stretch and still be able to clock it like he's on his front foot. He's remarkable.
1: Yeah, I don't know why he changed the blue outfit. Number three, Andy uh, Jabur the master of improv <laughs> and slice passing shots. And you just feel like
3: when a when a point gets weird like this, that Ons is going to come up with something, and she did again. I I, I got to think she leads it to her in, like, slow-chip winners per year, right? Covering the
1: ground and then pulling the string. Love watching Ons Cabrera play. Number two, back to you. This is Holger Runa. He did just enough to secure a spot in turn this week. Here's another sick pass.
2: Yeah, I play some of his best tennis in Paris. Look at this. Oh! He makes it. I never made one of those. I think Andy made a few of those in his career. Got to be able to move backwards, Chiz. Figure out where you are in the court and still hit with the no look.
1: Yeah, I feel like he called off the tweener. Number one, feel-good run from Dimitrov this week, Andy. Here's a little collection of hot shots.
3: Yeah, we got a whole bunch of them. The old Murphy Jensen dive right there, <laughs> a la Boris Becker, Runa's new coach. Then off the mark there, comes underneath it. Not his best, but he says, Hello. It's like a reverse sky hook. You don't have to give us the trivia. Who else did that? I don't know, Chiz. You know the answer to that. But Dimitrov was like a human highlight reel this year. That one makes me want to just go ice my hamstring just because. <laughs> that one looks painful. I see why he's got the wrapping on. If that didn't tear it, it was never really hurt. I'll tell you that much
1: right now, Lindsey. <laughs> Yeah. I think Anymore? He, him no, and
2: others. No, well, usually
1: after one, it's done. <laughs> no, no. But that's you it. put three no, no, shots of you.
2: Dimitrov in. I got you. My my are you looking bad. at any others is what I
1: said. <laughs> that's my bad. <laughs> A lot, <laughs> lot of matches we're looking forward to tomorrow, but it's championship Monday in Cancun. We start with the doubles. Laura Sigamund, Vera Zvonareva taking on Melikar Martinez and Ellen Perez. And then Iga Swiatek looking to lock down that year-end number one spot. She gets Jessica Padula, and that will be for their ninth meeting. We haven't really... We haven't previewed that matchup. We heard uh, Coco and Steve, but Pagula has beaten her twice this yep. year. Maybe a matchup she doesn't really mind.
2: And well, that's going to help her. I and mean, you go in, and for Pagula, this is the biggest match that she will have played in her singles career. For Svantek, it's also a huge match, trying to end the year as well as number one. But we have more of a sample size of how Svantek handles big matches. She typically comes out pretty strong, and she was impressive today against Sabalenka. What can Pagula do early on to fight off that Svantek pace? One thing, Pagula's done great in this tournament. She's returned second serves well inside the baseline. Let's see if she can put a little pressure on Iga's second serve by doing that. But both players come into this final, both undefeated, both haven't lost a set, both playing great and handling the conditions well. Should be a good one. Maybe a slight edge to Sviantek just on the experience of playing these types of matches.
3: Yeah, and listen, I I think Sviantek playing for the number one ranking, you saw the hunger she played with tonight. That wasn't accidental, right? She knows... Uh, what's at stake? Listen, to, to finish No More in the World one time is, is is certainly an accomplishment. To do it back-to-back years, you know, it's not something I've done. The person next to you, Chiz, has done it multiple times. I think uh, three or three times, four times, I don't know. It's all kind of gross and show-offy with Lindsay, but I think Spiatek <laughs> is going to uh, have the advantage. It's not that I don't think Jess has played great this week. It's not that I don't think she's been the best player in the tournament so far. I, Spiatek is the person on tour that I like to bet against the least. Right, She's the one who, if, if I chose against her, I would feel the dumbest for choosing against her. So what she showed tonight with the wind when it died down a little bit, if you're Pagula, maybe you're cheering for those 25, 30-mile-an-hour wins because she was really impressive uh, this week with those short take-backs. But it's
1: just hard for me to bet against Diga. Yeah, the stat we unfortunately like to milk when we talk about tennis all day is that Pagula is 0-6 in major quarterfinals, a little bit of bummage, only because when you're the top five in the world, you hope to get further. But knowing she's never gotten to the final four in a slam, Does that make this opportunity even bigger for her resume? Start things off kind of?
2: It would be huge for her to be able to finish this year with the WTA final victory. I mean, going into this season, she only had two career singles titles as it was. She's had a great year. She's had a solid year. The one great thing she has going for her is she's really had her best tournament of her career this week. That should help her in this big match. But like Andy said, there's more of a sample size there for Iga. She typically handles these occasions very well. But Pagula, she's played at a level that can win her this match. She's got to do it again for a fifth singles, though.
1: Yeah, and I think for Svantek, if you knew someone had four majors, you might guess she's won this title before, but she's never been in the final before. And, of course, year-end number one on the line. So really looking forward to that on Monday, as long as also there's ATP 250s in Sofia and also in Mets strong week so far from you. She'll Good get the job, hero on tomorrow. Andy, Andy we love you. There we go. <laughs> Chiz, there we
2: go. We love Chiz here. Love to That's see him it. now in front of the camera oh, as well. I
1: love you guys. You guys are sweet. All right, a big congratulations it. once again to Novak Djokovic. Doesn't really need it. 40th Masters 1,000, 97th career title, and 7th title here in Bear Sea. On behalf of our entire production crew, I'm Jeff Fisber saying so long. Thanks to Lindsay and Andy. We will see you back on Monday.